Coming up this week, Beauty and the Beast gets its own store, Bob Iger hints at an opening date for Star Wars Land, and surprise of all surprises, Disneyland raises its, raises its prices. Uh, plus later we talk about our experiences at the Southwest Disney. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 649, for the week of February 12th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jamalada Willie. Hello! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there, lovers, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) And Tony Spatel. Hello. And Beyonce couldn't be here, so, um, because she's at the Grammys. Uh, So she's pregnant. Are we allowed to mention the Grammys? No. Oh, sorry, that's copyrighted. No. Yeah. Um, The the musical show? The big game, yes, the big music game. (laughs) I, I much read, would rather listen to Tony uh, you, that you Michael had not, playing. You can only not mention the Super Bowl if you're going to make money. Oh, we ain't making money, so we should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen to chat live with us, be sure to check it out every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, Tony's texting me that he's kicked his chair. Yeah, I heard it. Um, yeah, Tom, that's supposed to be backstage so that you would know and edit it out, not tell all the listeners that I kicked my chair at four minutes and 55 seconds. I was trying to help you out. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, again, Mixler.com, M-A-X-L-R.com. Uh, find the Disneyland edition. Um, of course, the rest of the Dreams Unlimited, uh, sorry, dang it. Diz Unplugged family podcast, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show on Monday. Uh, Orlando show live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Universal shows taking the week off. Um, let's see, Diz Pop on Friday. And, of course, the Daily Fix every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, before we talk about the the uh, Diz Meet, let's uh, have some, uh, talk about some rapid fire. Um, Housekeeping, I th- you mean? Housekeeping. Yeah, oh my Tom, God. I was, you can I do was it. wondering. Tom, you can do it. I know it's a tough day. I know you're tired. Yeah, I, I, I believe in you. I got in at like 5 o'clock. Yeah. You know, 4.30. 4.30. I believe in you. Um, did Curl Surf open? Yes. Okay. It opened Curl yesterday, surfing. as a matter of fact. It opened on Saturday. Cute yeah. clothes in the window. Cute clothes for really skinny people, but cute clothes in the window. <laughs> actually, actually, they had some really nice things um, on their mannequins, yeah. and we just kind of peeked in as we walked past it. But um, speaking of, yeah, speaking it of was closed. closed. I'm sorry. Oh no, finish up. Sorry. Well, it was it was closed on Friday and then open on Saturday, so it was just like that. Speaking of clothes for skinny people, the Beauty and the Beast preview at um, the <laughs> Showcase Theater. Yeah, Beast uh-huh. is not has... skinny. Just so huh? you know. no, no, no. They have they, have they have they uh, have Belle's blue dress. 
here on in display? California. On display, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, it's they maybe also the have, same one I saw at also, uh, the movie theater on uh, Lily's birthday. Maybe. Yep. Um, because they have the yellow dress in Florida at Hollywood Studios. Uh, but I think the the other thing are other things are replicas because they have the 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 bell jar with the rose and the magic mirror. But I think they have the same thing in Florida, but the dresses are different. Yeah. So I think the dresses are the actual the actual props or the actual costumes. The one one that I saw, um, I haven't seen the one that was on display, but the one that I saw at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. was definitely Emma Watson sized, very, very, very tiny. And yes, oh my tiny, god, the yes. embroidery all over it was amazing. It's gorgeous. For just I can only imagine. Oh my god. And the, pre- the preview is um three D, of course, because that's what that theater does. Uh and it's basically all of the opening song, all of Bell. Okay. So it's, it's the whole song, and then they do a few previews after that. Um, the cool thing is, if you, if you, when you get in there, um, my sound is low. Uh, look at the the um, the the screens on the sides, and they have those those posters. Um, I don't know if you remember a couple weeks ago they released the posters of of the cast, and they're kind of like right. moving. So it's you can you see them. Um, I'm trying to adjust my volume. Okay, uh, that's too loud. Uh, this it's the screen the the cast and and they pop in and out. So it's kind of cool. That is cool. It was so funny because there were um, certain people that we met over the weekend had saw the watched the uh, the preview, and right. so first I read, oh my gosh, the preview is wonderful. So I'm all psyched up, and then <laughs> two other friends. Brian and um, Frank, they're like, oh, no, you know, this is going to be horrible. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I guess it's oh, no, either I'm you're going to love it or you're not going to love not, it. I'm still not sold on the movie, but. I am. I'm looking forward to it. After after hearing a few people talk about how much mm-hmm. they enjoyed the. And I think it's the whole um, uh, little town sequence that you're talking about that. Yeah, it's Belle. Yes. That they do. Yeah. So the I want to see that. Uh, okay. So. I used art again this weekend. I talked about art last weekend. Uh, you know, this I was... think art deserves to be... You need to make this a relationship. Because if you just keep using <laughs> art, he eventually is going to leave. <laughs> uh, and that's basically what happened. Uh, okay, so it's 6 o'clock on a Saturday night. Uh, I'm standing outside my hotel. Um, the pickup is at the Stan- Stamford Suites, which is right next door to Clancy's, your Mary Jo's favorite um, dive bar. Uh, and I wait, and I wait, and I wait, and it, I wait like 30 minutes. And so then I finally, there's a, there's a, a where you text the code number to Art, mm-hmm. and it tells you when it's coming. And it says, it gives the bus number, is going to be here in five minutes, and then again in 36 minutes. Okay, so what that tells me is there is only one bus running that route on a Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Yep. That's what I would think. Which is crazy. It's crazy. See, I think they need to either go full board with it. Or right. not like they kind of. 
half whatever you mm-hmm. would like to use it yeah. with it. Like they so don't. That, so they, I mean, that would be thirty-one minutes between. It's supposed to be what twenty. Mm-hmm. And and if there's any traffic, which was there, there was a ton. Uh. Yeah. It, anyway. Okay, well, I so, think too so the, with Uber now things are different. So yeah. like, but I'm sure that Art has some kind of grant or some kind of mm-hmm. you know transportation yeah, funds. Yeah. But I feel like they need to make it an integral part of when you broke your Disneyland package. Do you want to add art? Like they right. need to and really do it or get rid of it. Right, right. Yeah, need um, Yeah, maybe maybe Walt Disney Travel needs to get in the middle of it. Yeah. Um. So then, okay. So forty minutes, the the bus finally pulls up, and I was I was not happy. So the bus driver opens the door and he says, "Uh." Oh, you can't get on yet. I, I'm going to have to sit here for a few minutes. What? I I blew up. I was not proud of it, but I said I've been standing here for 40 minutes. And then he kind of steps out and he says, "I don't mean to, you know, start anything. I just need. I have a couple of ECVs. I need to unload." I'm like, "Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I apologize." Sorry. It's like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't you lead with that? Don't just tell me you're gonna <laughs> sit there for a few minutes. Tell me, oh, sorry, can you wait? I got a yeah, couple of ECVs to unload. That's a different thing than mm-hmm. sorry, I have to sit here for a few minutes. Oh, he set you up. He was like, yeah. he did set yeah. me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I look like trouble apparently. All right, any other housekeeping besides the Dismeat? Oh, um, I do. Mer- okay, go ahead, Michael. Go- well, I have a couple since we were talking about films earlier. Um, you can seize the day one last time. Uh, the award-winning musical Newsies um, is going to make its worldwide cinema debut, and it's going to be an exclusive three-day event. Uh, the Broadway musical uh, was filmed um, live at the Pentagius Theater in Hollywood in September 2016, and it included the Broadway stars Jeremy Jordan reprising his Tony Award nominated performance is Jack Kelly. They also are they also will be having a number of stars from the original Broadway cast as well as the um, touring casts that are going through the United States right now. And this is going to be in your local theaters um, in February. It is the uh, 16th. I think it's the 16th 18th and 22nd. So we, we will have a, uh, a link in our show notes for that. Um, the runtime is two hours and 25 minutes. So we'll have a link where you can, um, buy your tickets. If you're not familiar with Newsies, it's set in New York City at the turn of the century. It's a rousing tale of Jack Kelly, who is a charismatic newsboy and leader of a ragtag band of teenage Newsies who dream of only a better life far from the hardship of the streets. But when publishing titans Joseph Pulitzer and William Randolph Hearst raised the distribution prices at the Newsboys' expense, Jack finds a cause to fight for and rallies Newsies from across the city to strike for what's right. So anyway, tickets are about $20. Carol and I already have ours purchased. So um, anyway. And I know so, Tom adores cool. that movie. It's a great well, movie. I do like that movie, yeah. But I the, really like that, too. Yeah, it is a the, good movie. I mean, they cha- they cha- kind of changed the plot a little bit for the live, for the Broadway 
They did. They uh, they yeah. added. I've seen the they added a love interest, right? Well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole love story in it now. That wasn't where, wasn't that wasn't. Why there does everything have no. to be a love? So did they enhance the almost love story in the in the, from the movie, or is this something totally different? It's it's a different character. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was nothing that was in the film because they were a little younger in the film. They were really young teenage boys in the film, so a love story would have been inappropriate. Yeah. Here they're yeah. they're a bit on the older side. <laughs> okay. For this one. But the dancing and is just incredible. Uh I mean, this is really well done. I I enjoyed this musical when I saw it, so I'm definitely looking forward to um seeing it next week. So get and you had tickets. Some... Cool. And you had mm-hmm. something else, too? Well, I did. I just wanted to give a shout out to our listeners um, up here in Northern California uh, who are amongst the 180,000 being evacuated right now um, yeah. below the Oroville Dam. Uh, I know we have a lot of listeners in Northern California, so we just wanted to let you know that you are in our thoughts and prayers and that we are hoping for the best um, for you all. Yes, exactly. Uh, Nancy, you had something? Uh, yeah, actually a couple little things. Um, <clears throat> Mary Jo and I had the fortune to meet up with the cast member that takes care of the fuel rods. Um, okay. You know, we've talked about the fuel rod kiosks. And as we were coming into the Grand Californian for dinner last night... You know, just as you walk in from the park right by the business center, there is a fuel rod kiosk now right in front of you. And there's fuel rod kiosks at all the hotels, um, Paradise Pier and Disneyland as well. And there are a total of, I don't remember how many she said were in California Adventure, but there are four now in Disneyland. And they're on the maps, on the park maps, except for one. They moved it, there's one that used to be over at Hungry Bear, and they've moved it over to Pooh's Corner. And, I'm glad you said that, because I just bought my first fuel rod. I have one in my possession, because of my travels, and I don't mm-hmm. see why anyone wouldn't use it. If they're going to be there for multiple days, and they take a bunch of pictures and are post social media, because it's the same price, okay, it's like double the price, because you can get those $10... Um, re, cheapies, re, uh, yeah. cheapies, but then I don't have to worry about plugging it in to recharge it, which I know is a total first world problem. However, I yeah. guarantee all of us have had that. Pro- oh my gosh, yeah. the phone's gonna die. Mm-hmm. I forgot to plug it in. Like, so the fact I really like the idea because I've, I, I'm also kind of concerned as to how they're gonna make money, but because I bought it once, I mean, I guess I could lose it. And it gives you all three devices. We could do a live unboxing if anybody wants because I haven't opened it. Yeah, it's it really yet. cute. It comes in a little pa- plastic package. Yeah. And so can- my first thing is when I turn it back in, whether I'm – like if you miss something, do you not okay. get it back or something? They actually had one of the machines open. Okay. So we got to see. So when you've got your spent fuel rod and you just you know put it back into the machine, it actually just goes into a bin and they come along and collect those every night and recharge them. And okay, then so the machine doesn't recharge. The machine Correct. does not recharge like I'm you know inquired or was inquisitive about. And there is a there's a section of the machine that has the little prepackaged with everything. And then there's a section of the machine that basically looks like 
a can slot, you know, or a battery slot, where it basically they they're dropped down into a holder, and then it just dispenses out the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as one as one goes, the whole stack drops. So that's how they give you the new one. Is the new one just comes out by itself, all fully right. charged? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's pre-charged and put back in there by the cast members that take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, so like, yeah, what Nancy was saying is they, they, um, I don't know if they just do it once a day or, or what have you, but they take them all back to their recharging so station. Yeah. They have a charging station thing and mm-hmm. boom, done. So what's exciting is I bought mine in Greenville, South Carolina, and now I want to put it at Disney. Like I want it to, I want it to be like right, Flat Stanley and see where does my, <laughs> see if it goes in and you get one out. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's yeah. like like the dollar bills where you write the, yes like, write a code on it and yeah. yeah okay and how did I totally miss the the Pete's Dragon <laughs> flower bed I know there there's because uh, it's brand new there's a a really cool Pete's Dragon um, Elliot planted into the ground there's a circle and it's by yeah. the hub and I. It's brand new. You know, we were on a freaking scavenger hunt today. How did I not see that as we were running? Which, what are you talking about, Nancy? What did you There's just notice? There's a circular flower bed for annual pass <laughs> holder days. Yeah. It's really cute, and it's Elliot planted in plants. Where is it? It's in a grassy area off the hub. I didn't even I, notice it's on, it. It's, I think it's on the Tomorrowland side, right? Oh, very cool. I totally missed it, but then it was a zoo there today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, and that's just another thing for everybody. There the downtime is very few and far between. We really can't predict like we used to be able to predict. Oh yeah. And Slow times you, of the year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's just I mean during the week it was great. Um I think Friday was a was also another wonderful day and again it kind of rained so people didn't come. Like they normally do, but today by the afternoon it was it was nuts. packed, just nuts. Yeah. So go early, use your fast passes, play it smart, and and relax during the day so that you don't um, get overly tired. Mm-hmm. It's easy with all that pavement that you're walking on. All right. So this weekend was the Southwest is me. Yay! Yay! Uh, thank you to Teresa and her mom, Denise, for planning this yes. thing. Um, we had events Friday night. We had events yesterday. We had an event this morning. Um, so Friday night we were at, we were supposed to be at Trader Sam's. Uh, we ended up at Steakhouse 55 Lounge because it was a bit drizzly outside. Uh, that was a great time. We were there, what, three hours seemed like? Maybe Today? Two. No, last night. Friday, Steakhouse 55, catch up. That was fun. <laughs> wow, she doesn't so, She's on a delay. She's not even listening. Okay. <laughs> How many drinks did she have? I know. Is she spinning that? Spinning on that. the bar stool. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm so glad that he, okay, turn off with the, the program. Su- turn off the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Grammys. Yeah, I did better Whatever. with the Super Bowl on. And you know me, I, I never pay attention. So, just <laughs> So, anything, anything you want to add about Friday night, Mary Jo? Actually, the food at the, at, um, Steakhouse 55 Lounge was pretty good. I had the French yeah. dip. Yeah, they have, and, they have a good bar menu. 
They, I, I thought that they really did. And then I had, I'm not really too big of a drinker, so I had a Perrier. It was good. Ooh. What was in that Perrier, Mary? <laughs> it was <just laughs> ice, <laughs> but it was so nice to. I'm, I'm so glad people. Came. It was raining, so we weren't too sure who was going to come up, um, yeah. to join us. And it was just everybody came. They had big smiles, and it was fun getting to meet some um, new friends and right. some of the friends we had already made before that that joined us. And some friends from all the way across the country. We've. Uh, uh, one couple from Massachusetts who had happened to have a trip uh, this weekend. Stephen so Kathy. What's that? Stephen Kathy, I believe. Yep. And then another listener from North Carolina uh, made the trip just for the oh. meet. So that's really okay. Amazing. How did I not meet that person? You did. Like I spent. Oh, like, you did. You met him. Why didn't we talk about it? Why didn't I talk to them? He's about he's he's in Mixler tonight, Tony. Well, because I've been in the Carolinas like all my. Like the last year, and then I didn't talk to Tony. Meet Willis. Willis, meet Tony. So I did meet right. him. Well, you should have <laughs> talked about Bojangles and Cheerwine. Right? No, Cheerwine's not Carolina, but anyways. Uh, so the, <laughs> then Saturday we had our uh, lunch and meet at the Grand Legacy. We weren't able to do it up up top at the fifth because again the weather just was not cooperating. Yep. So we were in the, the former breakfast room there at the Grand Legacy on the second floor. Um, again, a great turnout, um, some great auction items, a great amount of fun, uh, money raised yep. at the auction, which is very, very cool. Uh, yeah, thank you to the people yes. who donated and also mm-hmm. to all of you who were bidding on the items and, and contributing to Give Kids the World. That was wonderful. Uh, and we did a live show there which was fun, a lot of participation. Um, I'm having a little technical difficulty with that show, so it um, won't go up tonight. So I'm, I need to do some cleanup on that, so hopefully we'll, I'll have that up in the next day or so. Uh, Can we talk about what, this, what the topic is, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked about our uh, our favorite Disneyland details. I learned some... I, right afterwards, I ran over there and I I tried some thing? of the... Yeah, yeah I, I went yeah. to the to Tomorrowland... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was very cool, and then we went to uh, New Orleans Square to see the um, symbols yeah. on the buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully they'll listen to the show; they can hear what we're talking about. I knew everything that was everybody very cool. was talking about. It was kind of like boring. I mean, everybody's like, <laughs> obviously, I'm joking. Yeah, you're like <laughs> knew that, knew that. So again, clarify for me, Anaheim. There's a castle, castle and there's yes. a park, and it's not about German history. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and we had a nice lunch there at the oh, at it was the good. Grand Legacy. I was playing playing some games yeah. and yeah, games were the fun. games were fun. Mm-hmm. And then this morning, uh, you guys did that scavenger hunt. That was that oh looked like gosh, a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. Except you, except oh, yeah. you lost. Well, it was supposed to be two hours, and Willis and I think we we were playing for three. We wanted, we knew <laughs> we lost, but it. we just kept going. Yeah, so we were still doing it. I think when I texted you, Tom, at one thirty yeah. or close to two, we <laughs> were, were still if, plugging along. <laughs> if her Facebook page wasn't lying, I think Jennifer won. So yeah. Oh, I, good. I don't know if we have time to ask. So you were telling me there was an app. Is this an app where you could put in your own? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Jennifer, you did. That's and, and it, it was called Click a Clue. K L I K A C K L U. 
click a clue. Because that's a really cool thing to do for like and, our listeners and, who always and what go it to was, Disneyland. Right, and what it was was um, she had a picture of a something, and you had to find that place and hold your phone up. And take the exact same picture, basically. You you put you overlaid the digital imprint yeah. of her photo on top of, so you had to kind of move your phone in and out a little bit to get the right like distance and the right angle. And then sometimes, but it had an override feature, like say the sun was hitting it at a different angle than when the and it original, wasn't it wouldn't register. Yeah. So you yeah. could hit the override, take a picture of it, and then it would log that the, picture in. What was cool about the override is the override button wouldn't come up until you were at the correct location. Yeah. Well, uh, and yeah. after it had tried, so to that was cool to get it right. Right. That was fun. So, uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, so, of course, this was a fundraiser for Give Kids the World, and we raised. Uh, almost nineteen hundred dollars. Yeah, for nice. Kids World. Wow. That's great. So that's, that's good really to really cool. Um, and I, I just want to say that to a certain young man that Teresa may give a cap to, treat her well. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she she did she did. <laughs> I did go there. <laughs> she she did most of the planning. Of course, Denise made it happen for her. But I was just again impressed with how she held her, how she carries herself and and how mature she is in putting this together, and then giving us the opportunity to meet other Disney loving friends yep. who and most and some of them are locals. Some of them, like Tom said, came out either already had a. A trip planned or right. planned the trip around the meet, which I thought was fantastic. And again, we made new friends, which is cool. Um, and Denise is leaving the, the eventzilla page open for, uh, another week. So if you want to donate, uh, it's swdismeet.eventzilla.net. And I'll have that in the show notes. I'll leave that in the show notes page this week. Yeah. So if you want to donate to the Southwest Dismeet, please do. Yep. Very cool. All right, anything else in housekeeping? Thinking. Cool. All right, okay. all right. No, don't think. Um, of course, <laughs> uh, I, the, I should mention the Diz anniversary event in Orlando. This is the anniversary of the actual Diz, the boards and the, the website. Um, and the event is from May 29th through June 2nd. Uh, no, no details yet other than there will be some sort of big event on June 1st, which is the anniversary, actual anniversary date. Uh, head over to the Diz Unplugged boards for more details and, um, group rates on hotel rooms and things like that. So, all right, let's talk about the news of the day. Um, I got the first, I have the first story. Uh, let me pull up my spreadsheet. <laughs> all right, so. To nobody's surprise, the Disneyland Resort confirmed this week. I'm, I'm going to read the news story and then we'll cut, talk details. Uh, confirmed this week that prices uh, for uh, tickets and some annual passes went up uh, Sunday, February 12th. The one day one park pass during value days, val- uh, value time, will now cost $97 up from $95 during peak days. It's $124 to visit one park one day. Uh, prices for signature and signature plus passes didn't increase. 
but the Deluxe Pass went up $20. Um, and the, let's see, the, and the Southern California and Southern California Select Passes went up $10. Uh, good news, I'm using quotes and good news, California Pass holders will still be able to use the monthly payment plan. Uh, for those passes that are eligible for that plan. Parking went up uh, $2 to $20. And let's see, what else? Oh, the add-on for parking, uh, because some passes don't include that anymore, went up $20 from uh, $199 up to $219. Uh, the last price increase on Disneyland tickets was February 2016. The last uh, annual pass increase was October of 2015. All right. Um I don't know if you guys. There's a spreadsheet in in Dropbox for the for um, the team if they want to look at it. Uh, so I'm looking at the percentage increase. Uh, let's see. Most of them are in the two, three, five range. Uh, the only only exception is the three day, which is really weird. I don't know what about the three day. It had the biggest yeah. increase. The three day uh, one park. Ticket and the three A hopper um, went up six and seven percent. The the he, one park went up six and the hopper went up seven. Michael, do you, I was just thinking, is that the most popular? Yeah, hopper. I, I mean, if you're a weekend yeah. person, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I talked to, and I mentioned this on the other um, our live show, well, live people in the audience mm-hmm. um, about yeah. the the friend I had in Texas. They came out and did three days. So, right. like, that's what people do. So, yeah, it's yeah. that's where they can do it. I um, let, me, them. let me go through a couple more figures real quick. The SoCal Select went up 3%. SoCal went up 7%. And the Deluxe went up 3%. Um, the $20 parking add-on makes that a incre- an increase of 10%. So that's actually the biggest increase was the parking add-on hmm. from 199 to 219 and they left Premiere alone for once. Left Premiere and left Signature and Signature Plus alone. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because of MaxPass coming, and we figured that they would try to raise it so that they could incorporate the benefits of MaxPass. Mm-hmm. Unless we see... No, never mind. I'm not even going to say it. Oh, well, I know. Add-ons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or, or increases later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of, like the, 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 <coughs> let's see. The five day, the five day one park went up 10 bucks and the hopper went up 15. The four day went up 10 bucks, the hopper went up 15. And then, like I said, the three day went up 15, the hopper went up 20. That's, it's just, it doesn't fit at that, the three day. Let me, let me look at the last increase as well. Um, okay, so the last increase, which was February of 2016, last year, um, basically all the, the three, four, and five day tickets and park hoppers all went up 20 bucks. So, they were all kind of in the same range yeah. last year. Uh, any comments? Just sad. <laughs> Uh, I hate wow. that they go up again. They're just we're beat down. You know, giving up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of course, the parks were packed this morning, so you know. 
It, it doesn't it's not seem to affect af- anything. It doesn't affect attendance Mm-mm. clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday, of course, the uh, thir- the thirteenth month um, by by twelve months get the get the thirteenth month for free for new annual passes expired. That that deal expired. Um, so this kind of coincided with the end of that. Um, I understand, however, that if you have an annual pass, as long as you renew it, you get an extra month. Um, if you renew before, like, no, whenever that the, um, special started in November. So everybody gets a chance to get the 13th month, um, the extra month. Hmm. For the whole year. Anyway, I totally explained that wrong, but, uh, the, this, for current pass holders, the special lasts the full year. So everybody gets a chance for the extra month. I still didn't explain that well. Anyway, uh, but it, I did, yes. Uh, but it's not as bad as, as, as the last annual pass holder increase and, uh, not as bad as the increase last year, so I guess there's that. Still, uh, $124 for one park one day is a lot. Yeah, it is. <sighs> I know, right? <laughs> yes. He had to depress everybody. All right. I know. All right, let's move <laughs> on, Tony. Okay. So, during an earnings call with analysts, Walt Disney Company President and Chief Executive Bob Iger announced that the 14-acre expansion based on the blockbuster movie franchise of Star Wars, etc., will open in 2019 in both Florida and in Anaheim. He didn't offer any more details about the opening date. No. Uh, so, that's about it. <laughs> that was um, it. Yeah. That was Construction it. of the new $1 billion expansion at Disneyland began in April and is expected to feature two attractions, including a ride that lets visitors pilot the Millennium Falcon, the spaceship flown by Han Solo, in the movies. Disneyland closed several attractions at Frontierland that we already know about to make for construction of the new land. Artist renderings of the new expansion depict the Millennium Falcon blah, and blah, Docking blah, Bay, yeah. blah, 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 Star Wars, money-making, race Star prices. Wars, blah, 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 yep. <laughs> oh, can you imagine how much prices are going to go up? Yeah, February of 2018, yeah. Oh, uh, that's probably why they did only 3% this time, so that... They can, yeah. Okay, I just came up with a crazy idea. Just throwing no out. No way, really? Yeah, crazy conspiracy idea. So, I was talking with, who were the two dudes that I was talking with, and I can't remember their names. Brian and Frank. <laughs> Frank and Brian. Brian and Frank, yeah. and we were talking about uh, Star Wars Land, and talked about how we they liked that it was not, like, it's Tomorrowland still there, and it's kind of at the edge of a park, right? It's kind of, you almost have to go through the park to get to it. Mm-hmm. You don't think that they, and this is just an idea that just popped in my head with my craziness. What if they decided, you know what, we're going to charge extra admission to get into Star Wars because it's way out over there and we could get people to pay an extra whatever. Do you think that would, I can't say never, just just throw it out there. Everybody's silent. No, they won't do that. I hope they <laughs> won't. They would have to be a third gate and that's not large enough for a third gate. Not a gate within a gate? No. Kind of like no, Harry Potter. Not, yeah. I know. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Theme park. Harry Potter theme park. Well, you know, aren't they 
talking about that hotel though that's going to take you straight in that's the rumor isn't it yeah, that, that used to be a, a rumor but, yeah yeah it but used to be no a way rumor. it can go straight in the star the star wars expansion if you use the fourth anything's possible if they're building yeah. a bridge over harbor boulevard they could easily <laughs> build a bridge that will take you over backstage over over Disneyland Drive. Yeah, over Ooh, Disneyland. A Star Wars themed hotel. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's a five star hotel. Think they could really get? Oh hell yes. Okay, stop. Oh hell well, yes. Um, five star. Yes. I don't, I don't see it now. Okay. I could see it. And they can well, get one a time they were, load of money for people to stay there. At one time on the Pinocchio parking lot, they wanted to build an all-suite hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was one of their expansion plans. So who knows what they're thinking of. Yeah. I don't know that they even know at well, this point. We'll find out. All right. So stop. I, I'm kind of disappointed because I, I had heard 2018, late 2018. So now they're just being vague. Well, I thought I for some reason I always thought twenty twenty from because of all the work that was going into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 it seemed like they were moving so fast. I still thought twenty twenty. Okay, but you know, if but Disney World is going slow, and they want to open them consecutively. That's the problem. We'll have to wait. Yeah, those Floridians. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. Thank you, Tony. (laughs) Time for rapid fires. I will go first. Um, ahead of the upcoming live action f- feature film that we just talked about, Disneyland Park has opened a new themed shop carrying Beauty and the Beast merchandise. Yes. Uh, Royal Reception is the name of it. It's located near Pinocchio's Daring Journey between Pinocchio's Daring Journey and Village House. It's in Fantasyland, of course. Yep, it's the old Rapunzel meet and Can I? Shh. This is my rapid fire. I know I'm in In the spot most. In the spot most recently held a frozen meet and greet, and before that was a Rapunzel meet and greet, uh, and then before that was a toy store or a candy shop. It was. It's been all kinds of yes. things. <clears throat> the store carries merchandise from both the animated and the live action films. The teapots are. Cre- That's so funny because we were talking about it what like a month ago. We were wondering what they were going to do in that area. Right. They must have heard you, Tom, and so they mm-hmm. said, we better do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The teapots are yep. creepy. They're a beautiful shape, <laughs> but they're creepy. Well, and that's, but that's what the I know, but is. they're creepy. <laughs> I don't like the way they did Mrs. Yeah. Potts. They, they seem to be having a really rough time with Emma Watson's uh, visage as Belle. Yeah. I, I haven't seen one that looks good. The dolls uh, are the, not The good. Bieber thing? Yeah. Oh, the dolls are hideous. Yeah, the dolls are not good. <laughs> but even like, I think Tom, did you? Was it you or was it someone on the Disneyland Disney World show that posted the coffee mugs or teacups or oh, something? Oh no, I posted that was Tom. Mugs, yeah. Oh, yeah. those were awful. Yeah. We're yeah. Uh, not quite as bad as the doll, but yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that was what I was just whining and complaining about because they had the tea set right there where you could see it, and it was like, oh my god, don't put that in view of children; they'll have nightmares. <laughs> Now, oh the Cinderella God. tea set they did for that film was very pretty. We yes. actually bought it, and that was lovely. But not the coffee mugs for that, because they put the actual actress on them. We didn't buy those. <laughs> All right, uh, Major. 
This is pretty cool. On February 18th, Celebrate Gospel returns to the Disneyland Resort. And more than a dozen guest gospel choirs will be performing in Stage 17 in Hollywoodland between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. to celebrate Black History Month. Uh, there's going to be, of course, it's included with theme park admission for you to go there. But anybody can go watch. Um, and the... Um, the following groups will all be there. It's Amazing Grace Choir with, from Los Angeles, the Angelic Choir, also from Los Angeles, Connected from Los Angeles, the Divine Deliverance Ministries Mass Choir from Los Angeles, Destiny 24 from Compton, Friendship Mass Choir from Yorba Linda, the Greater LA Cathedral Choir from LA, the Jamil Jones and Freed in Los Angeles, the L.A. Inner City Mass Choir from Los Angeles, Lawyer Turner and the Lawyerettes from Dallas, Texas. The Lawyerettes. So they must be thrilled. Um, Lorenzo Johnson and Prezoom from Los Angeles, New Birth uh, from Menifee, New Generation Choir from Santa Ana, Tracks and Christside from San Bernardino, and Ty Snow and Extreme Purpose from Pasadena. Again, they're going to be performing between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. on February 18th. And they say sing along with the following groups. So that's cool. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. I'm glad to see it's back. Um, yes. Michael. Well, there's um, even though we're heading into mid-February, there's still some exciting events going on at the Walt Disney Family Museum uh, this month. First of all, they're showing the vintage Valentine shorts as one of their film offerings this se- this season and the 1967 live action film monkeys go home and um the, in their studio series their animation series that is for adult and youth they have animating sadness how can you tell someone is sad without seeing them cry they are going to teach you how to identify certain key characteristics in the eyes mouth and head shape of the characters to capture that true feeling of being blue so you'll learn those sophisticated animation techniques they will they're also offering color scripting and color theory uh, disney animators use color scripting to further develop their stories so this type of visual storytelling uses only colors to define the emotion and mood of each scene within a film. So you will learn how to create your own colorful tale in this session. And finally, improv theater for animators. You might know that as a young boy, Walt Disney enjoyed putting on skits with friends in his neighborhood. Uh, and he continued to basically put on skits as he was acting out the stories for the animators when he told his stories and everyone knew that he was somebody that loved to perform and entertain so this workshop is designed for animators and artists they're going to learn to get up on stage and to um learn learn the fundamentals of improvisational theater and to create spontaneous comical scenes. So um, you'll learn staging, fast thinking, strong acting, and many more techniques helpful for the student or professional animator. So those all sound like fun. Uh, they also, um, they're, just to let you know if you're planning ahead, um, beginning March 23rd and running through October 4th is a new exhibit. 
It's called Deja Vu, The Art of Andreas Deja. And he is, of course, one of the most well-known Pixar and Disney animators. So he, this a unique exhibition is going to showcase original works on paper and maquettes of his most iconic Disney characters. That includes the villains Scar and Jafar and larger-than-life musclemen Gaston and Hercules to Mama Odie and Lilo. And he's also um, known for some of his independent projects. He is, They're going to be screening his upcoming short film, Mushka, and this film features a young girl and her tiger in a story of love and sacrifice set in Russia. And it's animated in a colored pencil style. So this, so this is going, to, this exhibit is going to showcase, um, Andreas Deja's, um, hand-drawn animation. So again, that is going to be March 23rd to October 4th. So if you want more information about the museum, about any of these events and ticket prices, museum hours and all that, we will have a link to the museum site in our show notes. Very cool. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Nancy. Okay. So, um, I, the person you least expect about to talk about this, is going to talk about Magic Mountain. <laughs> you would never go near that place, would you? You know, there's just not <laughs> enough yes. to okay. send my money. Although, you talked about the Justice League battle from Metropolis that's going in there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So, they're saying that that's coming along really well. Um, and they're getting to, they're repainting Riddler's Revenge to um, kind of so that, when right? that opens up. So, okay, so the big talk is a virtual experience roller coaster, the new Revolution Galactic Attack. Okay, so I had heard, okay, so they, they last, was it last year, the big thing was the, uh, they had virtual reality on um, Revolution, but then mm -hmm. they took it out because I guess people didn't like it, so this is a no a new version of it. Well, apparently like. they've pa they've partnered with Samsung, um, and mm -hmm. the, so they're um, Gear VR virtual mm -hmm. reality for the headsets. Um, they are these headsets apparently let you see the person next to you, so you're always even aware of the person next to you oh, during wow. the ride. Okay, but once you get seated. Um, apparently you're going to have like, um, you know, when you video game, you have your weapons displays, your power, your, your time codes, fuel cells, you know, how much fuel you got left, countdown till it's over, you know, stuff like that. Okay. Well, they're going to take these virtual headset realities and it go up the lit hill. You're going to see a worm. You're going to see a wormhole show up. So wow. you're you're actually looking like you're riding up the 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 lift hill, and then all of a sudden this wormhole comes up, and as you drop, everything changes and puts you into a fighter cockpit, a spaceship cockpit, and then when you come out at the bottom of the first hill, then you're going to be launched into the middle of a space battle. And there's going to be drones, arterial fire, stuff like that. So you're going to basically have to shoot your way through or get your way through all this stuff. And then they're going to have three bays at the end. And each one gives a completely different gaming experience with completely different endings. 
And so this is going to premiere this coming weekend, February 18th through 20th. So Magic Mountain's going to be pretty busy. So if you, you're coming through the grapevine on the five, just be aware <laughs> of that. Use and a different um, yeah. there's a couple websites out there that um, have um, some VR from it, like some video of the VR. So, Kinda so cool. it it sounds really interesting. And then, of course, you know, to add this onto well, it's probably a, a cheap a cheap for what cheap way for them to update yes. the ride. And it makes it new. And you know, imagine what that does to your body. Because, you know, people talk about oh, yeah. VR making them, you know, <laughs> VR making them kind of disoriented and stuff. I'm one of those people that I, I just can't, it just messes my head and messes my inner ear. But, um, but yeah, can you imagine actually going through the motions of all this? You know, the feelings as you're going through everything. Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. I, I, I hope they have peep bags just in case, but. <sighs> <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, okay. Thank you, Nancy. Tony? So, the story of the Very Hungry Caterpillar, that mm-hmm. kid's book, or Very Hungry, and now they have a bunch, of, a bunch of other things. That author's works are being featured at the Discovery Cube, a hop, skip, and a jump from Disneyland. From now until May 14th, they just started, Very Eric Carl, a very hungry, quiet, lonely, clumsy, busy Yay! exhibit. And mm-hmm. just and um, so you get to step in the pages of his colorful books, tumble in the grass, weave a web, find a friend, become a butterfly. His classic Very series, all illustrated in his hand painted tissue paper collage technique, introduces five special insects. And here's some of the things the kids can do: create your own butterfly using light and color through shadow play, test test your dexterity, strength, and flexibility as you step through a giant web-like structure, compose a night symphony, spin your own web on a large weaving wall. Test your balance as you rummage across a pile of pebbles and crawl through tall blades of grass. This is included, but I do like that they put it's targeted to children two to eight years of age. So, but but that's good that they have something to do. So, and it's free with your admission. So there you go. Yay. Very cool. Well, and Nancy, you've been there, right? Yeah, we love the Discovery Cube. Mm -hmm. We're actually Discovery Cube members. We liked it so much. Yeah, we bu- we went ahead and spent the money for a membership because we liked it. Nice. So, so yeah. All right. Anything else? Okay, good. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone, and Mixler for sticking around with us. That is going to do it for the segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week, starting our seventh year. Wow. Uh, yeah. wow. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I found until pictures then, today of our first podcast together. Squirrel. Uh, until then, room. That was a was... topic. <laughs> right. Uh, I totally lost. <laughs> Disneyland is more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Bye, all. Bye.